0: 20th Century Studios presents Vacation Friends 2, only on Hulu Friday. Look at us all together again. We just wanted to give you guys a real honeymoon. Shots!
1: Shots! Shots!
2: That's this door. Friday.
1: We was just released from jail. Where can I get a drink around here? Woo! Back on vacation. This place is nice. It's drug lord nice. I'm sorry, drug lord nice. With more baggage.
0: Ever since he showed up, he turned this relaxing vacation into total chaos. Who does that? Vacation Friends 2, rated R, streaming only on Hulu Friday.
1: Hi Brad. We are back on the podcast. There was some hope of a deadline with a self-imposed deadline, by the way. There, there, there was, <laughs> yeah. Nobody said this had to be the deadline no. where teams would lose regular season games if they did not come to an agreement. But what is the latest on uh, on the lockout here? The latest is...
3: It's ugly. It's not getting any prettier at this point. Um, I don't even think they've come to an agreement on one thing. Uh, I mean, we've talked about the NLDH, but uh, the universal DH, but but, but that is kind of just thrown out by the owners. They're like, this is what we're doing. And right. MLBPA wanted that for years. So they're like, yeah, okay, cool. Let's do that. But but other than that, I mean, it's it's, you know, things are thrown on the table. And then five or six days later, those things are put back on the table, but they're worse. They're further away. Um, I don't know. I, I you know I, I watched a little bit of uh, Jeff Passan today. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple videos he was on. Um, oh, what's the what's the Pat Pat uh, guy who always has on Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee. I'm not a fan, not a huge <laughs> fan. I'm just not a huge fan. A, I he's mean, a, He's a carnival barker. He, he is. Yeah. I mean, maybe if I was like 25 and still full of testosterone, I'd be yeah, like, yeah, yeah this yeah. guy's great. But I, I don't know. He's, he's not my cup of tea, but you know, he has some good guests on. He has not Adam a big a fan of
1: the former punter.
3: <laughs> yeah exactly the former punter who uh he turned
1: wwe right yeah, yeah, do some, yeah. He, he's actually one of their commentators
3: yeah i mean i don't i respect the guy he's got all kinds of uh you know he, he knows how to make money that's that's fantastic he's he's got his toes in the right place so yes
1: um uh, but the, the funny thing about him is uh he so uh, what we do right we have a yeah. podcast we do a video show he has figured out how to turn a daily podcast into like a like, I think, a 30 million from Sirius XM, something like yeah. that for his show, which is tremendous because, you know, we're all about the content creators. Oh, yeah. And then um, and then, yeah, he's working for WWE. He's doing the, the, his video show gets, you know, 100,000 views on the live stream on YouTube. It's tremendous. He's he's doing very well for himself. And yeah. he's one of those guys who kind of figured it out to where he only has to work for people. If he really, really wants to, everything else is sort of like, he's like a self-made guy, which I really respect. But again, he has like a, he has a high level of uh, his voice goes up in a pitch and (laughs) he's excitable. (laughs) And, you know, this is not like a journalist necessarily doing a show, but he's very, very entertaining. And, You know, when in this sort of content creation business, he's definitely someone that you look to and go, "Dang, you know." But he also—it's because he has good guests too. I mean, he's a former athlete, and yeah, people want to come on his show and talk. And Aaron Rodgers talked about faking the vaccine. (laughs) (laughs) on the show.
3: (laughs) And and don't get me wrong, that's not why I don't care for the show i just don't because it's it's just not my speed yeah um you know i guess in my older age have i slowed down (laughs) yeah probably i mean you know back in the day i was all about jim rome i mean this is more like the earlier years of howard stern doing shorts yeah you know he's got the crew he's got five or six people helping him out uh the quick cuts the sound bites all the all the other stuff it's fun i mean it's fun it's certainly fun I just can't keep up with it. It's you know I tried yeah, no, I tried watching a whole show the other day and I was like oh
1: yeah I got about twenty minutes in and I was like yeah okay yeah. so I'll give you a little <laughs> inside wrestling here with yeah him. yeah yeah so like I said he's a commentator for WWE he's on their SmackDown show every mm. week and he actually did do a little bit of wrestling uh, before he's going to do something again at WrestleMania I heard this. and the first. Stop, or the first part of what they're going to do is going to be on his show this Thursday. None other than 76 year old Vince McMahon is going to come on the show. They're going (laughs) to kick something off. And supposedly, Vince McMahon, who is three quarters of a hundred years old, (laughs) is going to do some sort of smoke and mirrors wrestling match with Pat McAfee at WrestleMania. Are you excited
3: for that? I I couldn't imagine anybody would be excited for that. No. I <laughs> no, I don't nobody wants to nobody see Nobody wants
1: to see <laughs> an you know death or an yeah, old right. man like looking <laughs> old like nobody wants oh, to see that. Man. But but there so the reason why it's actually pretty interesting is because so I was on a show um a couple weeks ago i th- there's this guy his name is john Pollock. he does a, a he has a website called post wrestling and his partner was on vacation or something so he needed someone to do like a little 15 minute hit on their news on their video show and so i i'd done stuff with him before like a long time ago and i was like yeah i'm down so i i went on his thing and he's the one who had the story so it was like last i want to say it was last friday he had the story uh, and and it came out, and that was the story. Vince, crazy Vince, is gonna do something at WrestleMania. We'll see. I hope. I mean, what I hope it is is like some pre-produced thing yeah. where it's not actually inside of the ring. It's like you know, inside of a podcast studio where yeah. they're like filming scenes and stuff. I, I hope it's like that rather than Vince in a tank top, you know, seventy-six-year-old dude yeah. on steroids. You don't want to, to see, see him flying young. off the top rope, no. no. You know who Vince looks like. So Vince today, and you know this. This shows you how much baseball talk there is. We're t- actually talking yeah, wrestling uh, on this show. Yeah. So Vince McMahon, he wears these like plaid jackets. Uh, oh, i like seen those, and uh, I mean, you know, Milton Burl. Before he (laughs) passed away, like that's who Vince looks like now. He looks like Milton Berle. Like you, you could, you you would never imagine that you know Vince and in his like mid forties, and he was just this jacked up guy. And now he looks like an old dude. And,
3: and that's how I remember
1: him, you know, as as the guy who
3: was, you know, the head of WWE and would get in and wrestle and he would yeah. have storylines and he would just, you know, it was awesome. It was fun to watch. But yeah, oof. I'm going to have to look him up now because I I haven't seen any like recent <laughs> <laughs> recent pictures of him. You know, my my youngest daughter and I, a couple of years ago, she was kind of getting into wrestling a little bit. So we used to watch the uh, Friday night. What was on Friday night? Smackdown. on Smackdown. SmackDown, so that when that started on Fox on ch- on well Channel Eleven here for us, um, but w- but she would we we would record that and watch that and stuff and and so I, I started to kind of getting back into it a little bit for a couple of years there and then I I fell back out of it again but um, I, I gotta look them up.
1: I well, I mean you, you know j- just yeah. for just for the, the the video audience here, yeah. People I, people can uh, uh, let me let me let me. Oh uh, yeah, give me give it yeah. Give me some old Vince. Add a couple pictures here so you can kind of see. We'll do the we'll we'll do the sort of the younger version of Vince, and then we'll do the older version of Vince. So this this now this photo that I'm about to show you is heavily photoshopped. So, this isn't that many years ago, but heavily photoshopped Ooh. Vince. Yeah, that's pretty jacked out of his but mind. But that's,
3: that's like Junkyard Dog's thing, though. What's going on <laughs> with the chain? He's got the chain. <laughs> <laughs> you can't take
1: that. And, and, and this is what Vince looks like now, which is he's oh, like an old man, oh you know, no. <laughs> old man in a plaid oh, jacket, no. Checker He looks like he could yeah. play the
3: Riddler. Yeah. And yeah. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now, sorry, back, sorry well,
1: podcast listeners.
3: No, go back yeah. to that picture. The jacked one or no, one? the other one? Okay. Who's
1: older, him or the dinosaur? The dinosaur oh, <laughs> What is it with rich dudes having like dinosaur bones? Like, that's it's like, a th- I saw <laughs> The Rock had like some dinosaur who, bones. Who else can afford dinosaur <laughs> bones but rich dudes? <laughs> well, here, let, let's play a quick Vince game.
3: Who's older, Vince McMahon or Vince Evans? Oh, my god, Vince Evans from, yeah. uh, Sorry, quarterback from the Raiders, who, who, who I always thought he played like for 70 years. I, I, I mean, because every time there was a, a Raider got hurt, a Raider quarterback got hurt, Vince Evans was in. I, I mean, it was so who's older? Vince, Vince Evans has got to be
1: 60 ish. I'm going to say 65. Vince Ooh. McMahon is 76. Yeah, 66. Vince wow. Vince, yeah. Vince Evans. Yeah, I haven't heard that name in forever. <laughs> he was one of my favorite backup quarterbacks just
3: because, yeah. I mean, it was like every time like he came in and he played well. He always yeah. played well. I was like, all yeah. right, cool. Yeah. I like this guy.
1: <laughs> all right. We do have to talk about baseball, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was looking at, you know, Facebook does the anniversary stuff, you know, what you posted X number of years ago. So, three years ago, on this very day, February 28th, 2019, I was in Arizona. We were in Marysville. Yeah. Watching spring training.
3: What's that? What's
1: spring (laughs) training? (laughs) Watching the spring training game. So... I'm trying to remember exactly now I'm going to say something and then my kid's going to listen to this and he's going to say, gosh, your memory sucks no. now. <laughs> he, he, he's drilling me on the memory No, dad. Now. It's like, gosh, I have so <laughs> many things to think about and I get a couple <laughs> details wrong on something that happened years ago. Um, um, so I, I drove out there and I believe I drove out there, uh, to actually, you No, know, I think I'm, I'm mixing tricks up, uh, trips up, but, uh, I can't remember if my parents were out there yet. I think they were because I would have only met my wife, Crystal, like a couple months later. So I went out, and I think it was me and Brian and maybe my dad. I don't know if my – maybe my uncle was there. But we went just like randomly just went and was like, oh, there's tickets available. Like, let's just go. And it wasn't the Scottsdale Stadium that the Giants play at. Right. I don't know if that was the reason why it was cheaper. I want to say Marysville was –
3: Brewers or something like that. You know, every stadium except for the Giants and the Dodgers stadiums are cheap, affordable. You can yeah. walk up and usually get tickets the day of it's the Giants and Dodgers stadiums that are just outrageous.
1: It was, uh, I mean, it was relaxing. We were sitting, you know, pretty close and able to see. I, I it was like, um, I want to say it's like the first or second day of actual games. So it was like the regulars played like two innings and then it was all the the backups. But uh, if you, I mean, I think most people who listen to this know that that is a fun, that's a super fun time. Oh, yeah. Spring training, I've been to two times. Uh, so I went the year after the Giants won the first World Series in 2010. We went in 2011 and... um I remember uh, both of my kids were we, we were kind of walking through. We we, we literally flew, got down in in uh, Phoenix, I think, and then just raced to the park and got to the park like right as like first pitch was happening. Yeah. So we're walking through, and then I think it was an umpire was like walking towards us and he just had a, a baseball and he just flipped it to my son who had his glove and he's like, you know, here's, here's a ball. And I get, and it was like Sandoval had hit it or so. I, I don't remember yeah. the story, but like, you know, like in spring training, like it's like that. It's not, oh like, yeah, you know, you, you, it's super cool and people are just like hanging out and you get to talk to players. I think we got, uh, autographs. I want to say <clears throat> giants backup catcher. I don't even think he, he may have made the, the actual uh, major league roster, like on a September call up or something. I think his name was Jackson Williams or something. We got his autograph. Like, cause you know, everybody, when when you're talking about going and seeing there's 80 players, right. In the dugout. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, I see like five people who look, like buster posey it's like oh there's buster (laughs) posey oh there's joe panic who looks like buster posey oh there's jackson williams who looks like buster posey (laughs) and so you have to like study the autographs because you don't know everybody so you're just studying you're shooting it on taking a picture putting on twitter whose (laughs) autograph is this
3: well a lot of times too they have the same numbers because in spring training you run out of numbers so you a lot of guys you'll be like oh there's uh Two number forty sevens. I mean, it's it's never you're never going to have two number twenty eights. You're not going to have a Buster Posey and right. somebody else wearing twenty eight. But two number forty sevens or 50, 52s or something, you're going to see that often. And that because I did go to a spring training, and I want to rem- I want to say it was like two thousand seven or two thousand probably two thousand eight. Um, and, and I remember that same thing, and and not having the names on the back of the jerseys too. I'm like, I don't. I mean you know, half the regulars aren't playing and yeah. I but spring training is so fun. Yeah. And to have some of that wiped out right now is kind of frustrating. Um, Did you hear about the, the playoff thing that was being kicked around yesterday? So on the table by the owners are either 12 or 14 uh, playoff teams. Right? Okay, yes. So, they, they threw that on back in, like, November. So, they brought it back again, but they, I, I guess the players made a tweak to it and said, you know what? If a wild card team has to play a division-winning team, because if you go 14 teams, right, you've got seven in each division.
1: mm mm-hmm
3: you've got your number one seeds are going to get a first round bye because you have to have even matchups. So then you're going to have your six teams, kind of what they did in the NFL. So your number two seed no no longer gets that free pass. So what the players decided, well, if we're going to do this and and you're going to win a division and you have to play a wild card team, the division winner in a best two out of three gets a ghost win. Oh, wow. So it means that, Now, let's say the Milwaukee Brewers win the division and they play a wild card Cincinnati Reds. The Reds are already at a disadvantage. Now they have to win three games and the Brewers are basically up 1 0. Yeah. All they have to do
1: is win two games. That makes sense if you are the division, if you want to make your divisions worth something. Yes. But if you look at the NFL model and the NFL model is, we in our game, everybody has a chance to win. Yeah. And you know, the, the NFL models like, you know, Roger Goodell's like, yeah, I just hope everyone's eight and eight. Cause if everyone's eight and eight, then the last three weeks of the regular season matters. There's <laughs> nothing but elimination games. All these games are going down the wire. Like that's what he wants. Yeah. I, that's a little. So the, the 14 team playoff is a little bit more towards that model, which if you are modeling after something, the NFL has shown sports leagues how to make money hand over fist. Now mm. there's only 16 games, so that real estate is at a premium, right? The right. Major League Baseball is on the other end. Yeah. The real estate is 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 <laughs> you know five dollars at the end of the season if you want to go watch the Pirates. <laughs> um, so making the playoffs that premium real estate, I think is is, is very is is very smart. And, but then yet you're kind of like, you have two things kind of competing against each other. You're like, A, we want the regular season to mean something. And B, we want anyone to be able to win. Those things don't really sync up necessarily. So uh, if I was the players, I would completely come off of that. Uh, Because, you know, it's exactly what happened to the Giants and the Dodgers this year. They played so hard in the regular season that by the time the postseason came, the Dodgers were spent, The Atlanta Braves, who were, you know, a 500 ball club for half of the year, more than half of the year, they get hot at the right time and they go ahead and win the whole thing, which is great for the Braves because as a and Giants have been through that too, 2014, they rode the back of one pitcher (laughs) throughout the whole playoffs (laughs) and won the World Series. So, if you just it's literally like let's just get in and we can make something happen, and the flip side is. No, we want the regular season to mean something. We want winning the division to mean something. We don't want these Atlanta Braves teams or the 2014 Giants teams to to do anything. So, I don't know. They're kind of conflicting. If I was the players, I would come off of that. Yeah. But use it in the negotiation. Look, we're conceding this. You guys want to go to 14? Let's go to 14. You know, we're getting a piece of this gate. We're getting a piece of this TV revenue for these extra games. Like, let's be fair about it, but let's go more towards a football model and it could only, you know, the, the best thing to do would be to cut back on the regular season and make mm-hmm. more playoffs. Because, again, that premium real estate where the ratings and the the must win games have like that's where they need to go if they really want to get the sport back to where, like, you know, I, I don't think it'll ever get back to where it was when we were kids uh, because just because there's so much of it and with you can watch anything on TV now, but. I think the key would be to make those postseason games really meaningful. Well,
3: and unfortunately, here's why it probably won't happen. And and I, I think you'll agree why it won't happen, too. Part of the proposal by the Players Association was also to say, and all of the games would be played at the division winner. Yeah. yeah, I mean that, that that really throws because the owners are going to look at that. Let's use the Giants and Dodgers as an example. Last year, Giants win the division, Dodgers are wild card, best of five series. Giants are up one nothing, and by the way, the rest of the games are in San Francisco. <laughs> <Yeah. I think laughs> Dodgers ownership would say, I don't like that. I mean, because I mean, how that's a huge gate. I mean, yeah, you talk you talk Giants Dodgers, you talk a sellout in the playoffs every single game. And that's pretty much what they had. So uh, th- that's why it's not going to fly. I think they, they wanted to say, you know, we, if you, if we're going to win the division, we want a huge advantage, but there's got to be a different way to do it. I, yeah. I understand the ghost win. I like that. There's got to be some sort of travel built in though. I mean, maybe I, I, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's different ways you can do it. Cause um, you say the giants are up one, nothing. Well, okay. The first, three games are in San Francisco, and then what are you going to say? Uh, so that's four games. But then you've got a fifth game. That's got to be in San Francisco because they won the division. So maybe the first game is in L.A. and all the rest are in San Francisco. I mean, but then that gives the Dodgers an advantage to possibly tie it up 1-1 right there. Right yeah. The bat. So I, I mean, there's a, – there's a, and th- this is what I'm talking about. This is how far apart we still are between mm-hmm. the owners and the players. They're, they're not even close. They're not even – to nitpicking on things, they are just this is it. I mean, we like they haven't agreed on anything, and the biggest things on the table, uh, the revenue sharing, all of that stuff is so far apart. Player arbitration numbers so far apart. I I just don't know when it's going to happen. And I, I want to ask you a serious question: As a longtime baseball fan, you, yep. Garrett Gonzalez, yep, what would it take for you to just walk away from this game and say? I'm done with this nonsense. I, I've i got other things to do. I've got other sports to follow. There's no I in
2: team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because... Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports and support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. Well, I think I don't think I would ever completely walk away. I think what would happen is and this is this has already happened. You know, we looked Mm -hmm. at the Will Clark Hall number retirement thing. Right. And I looked at the prices and I was like, holy crap, these are expensive (laughs) games. And then I thought, why am I even worrying about this? We have no idea if this is even going to take place. Why am I going to give the team money? on something that I'm not a hundred percent sure is going to happen. So I yeah. think it's going to be a little bit more of things of that nature, which is like, you know, do I want to buy, you know, this new giants hat? Do I want to buy, you know, do I want to support the team? Uh, and that's probably where I, I'll draw the line a little bit. It's like, ah, eh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe when they, they, they get back in my good graces, you know, I, I'll probably go to like, Way less games this year than I would have necessarily if they, uh, you know, if if they didn't have this and if they were completely fine. But you know, it it would probably take like a, a a a strike where they wipe out the whole season, yeah, and 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 possibly more. But you know, the thing about it is, and this is where sports and how we grew up. It's kind of like I don't know if we could ever walk away from it because we have so many memories tied into things that make us feel good in in that moment, and I'm never gonna forget two thousand and ten, right? like you just yeah. this is not something that you you're always gonna remember where you were when they won the 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 pennant, uh or I'm sorry when they won the World Series. I'll always remember twelve and fourteen too like it's just nothing that, that I'll go to my grave remembering those moments. So I don't think I could walk away completely. Yeah,
3: I'm with you too. And here's why I will never walk away completely. I will get frustrated. I will. um, I mean, I haven't been to a major league baseball game since 2006. Uh, It's, it's been a long time. I, I live four hours away from San Francisco uh, we've been as a family of four and, 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 and just to preface it too, that was the year my daughter was more my, my first daughter was born. So, I mean, know, yeah, I got a little busy after that. And then the yeah. second one came two years later and, uh, and then we were kind of priced out as a family of four a- and, and then they, the Reno aces came in, we had triple a baseball and we can go sit on the lawn for seven bucks a person and enjoy baseball. That's yeah. why I'll never leave the game is because going to a minor league baseball game still gives Major League Baseball money, so I'm still tied in. Uh, will I ever walk away from baseball in the San Francisco Giants?
1: No. It's not going to happen. So you know um, what has happened, though? And, I, and I, I, I'm, this hasn't happened as much for you as it is for me. Mm-hmm. Baseball is way more of a localized sport for me than anything uh, I watch my Giants. You know, we watch... I watch bits and pieces of probably 130 games. I'm not saying I'm sitting through every game. Right. But, I, you know, I've got it on the DVR I, or I have it on the TV in the office. And when I'm watching TV with my wife and then we go get some water, I'm checking the game to see how it's going. Uh, you know, 130 out of 162 is probably the uh, the right number. Um. What was I just gonna say? <laughs> you were saying it was very localized, you right? Right. Local. Lo- yeah, yeah. and, and, yeah. and so, um, I don't watch the Cubs play the Cardinals. Mm. And when I was younger, it was just like any baseball. I'm I'm throwing it on. You know, when um, gosh, I think it was Shane was on, and he was talking about watching. Uh, was it the Braves or something like that? Mm-hmm. That was me too. Like it's the '84 yeah. Cubs. Uh, it, it's the 80, uh, 85, 86, 87 Braves. Those teams were on more than the Giants were that I could see before Cable, you know, really, you know, really picked up and stuff. So um, it, it's just way more localized. So I'll watch my team. I don't really watch the rest of the league. Like uh, the, the way that I keep up with with the league is kind of when I'm chatting with you and, you know, fantasy baseball, we kind of have to keep an eye on, on the on the players around the league. Football is also becoming way more of that to me. But for, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, for basketball, I'm still into, you know, the whole league. You'll you so basketball, you'll watch any game. Just, uh, uh, I'll game throw even. it on. You yeah, know, and- if it's the if it's the Timberwolves and uh and the Utah Jazz, I'm probably passing on that one. But you know what I'll then watch is I'll watch inside the NBA with Kenny Smith and Shaq and Chuck, and I'll just catch up that way. So I'm still very, you know, we, I had, uh, I had three. So I had, uh, my best friend, uh, another buddy and my son, I had them over for the all-star game. And Ooh. like the all-star game is the most exhibition game of, uh, you know, but we just have yeah. fun talking about the players. And so they, you know, we did that whole thing. So that's, you know, the NBA, for whatever reason I'm, I'm still there. Um, all right. You mentioned the minor leagues, which is a good little mm-hmm. segue, but we're going to get there in a second. The th- I wanted to just go over some quotes that I think have really crystallized what this lockout means for fans. Um and it, you know it's so interesting because we were talking about Ken Rosenthal getting fired by uh, MLB Network. Yeah. And it's because of how hard he was on Manfred. And he could have been like, well, you know, I'll be a little bit easier on him, you know. Nope, <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> He's like, let's Go! I'm in on this, Manfred and the owners. But he made a great he made a great comment, and, and I'm going to read it. And for the video folks, I'll, I'll post it here. So he says many of the league's concessions, a draft lottery, provisions to limit service time manipulation, the amount of money it is willing to devote to a pre-arb bonus pool, are just slightly above the inclusion of floor mats <laughs> by a car dealer in the purchase of a new vehicle. Heaven forbid the owners negotiate the actual price <laughs> of the car. So wow. you know, when we first started talking about this, we were like, "Nope, we're pro player." You know, as, as much as the owners are are sort of there for the structure of the league, and you know, essentially they're just rich guys, and yeah. you know, who are powerful, and and they they you know that power is is a, means a lot to them. But you know, we watch the game, we watch the players, we watch the managers, and that's where where we've stood. And so for him to put it that way, that even the things that they're like, okay, 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 we'll work with you on this, to someone like Ken Rosenthal, who follows this stuff and knows way more about the CBA than we do, he's like, great, but it's, they're not even talking about the things that matter. Yeah. That and and I think that's probably the most
3: frustrating thing throughout this whole thing, um, and I've seen it said before, and, I, and I'll say it myself again too. I'll take some missed games. That's fine. I I will take a missed. You know, I'll take a hundred and fifty game season. Wipe out twelve games. Whatever. I, I like what the players are doing. I like that the players are not giving in. They've been so screwed by the CBAs in the past. And little things chunked away from them. I mean, you've got superstar players that aren't coming up when they should come up. Fans want to see the superstar players. They don't want to have to travel to the AAA ballparks to see these superstar players that should be playing in the majors because of some crazy clause in the contracts that say, well, if he comes up before uh April fifteenth, then uh it's a year
1: against his, you know, blah, 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 blah. Chris Bryant, right? He was the Chris one Bryant. he was ready to be in the big leagues for a year or two, and they just held him back and held him back and yeah. held him back. And you know, it, it worked out because then they went and won a World Series with him. But like that was the one where this started to become a much bigger issue. And you have uh, you know, Wander Franco mm-hmm. who they uh and this is the, the the one that I remember goes back to Evan Longoria, but a couple giants, yeah, uh, Evan Longoria and <laughs> Chris Bryant. But because he still had time remaining on his deal until he's become a free agent, they're like, Okay, we'll just buy your, those years. So instead of you being able to make eight hundred thousand dollars, we'll pay you three million and we'll buy out your RB, your arbitration years so that you know, but in doing that, you're going to tack on a few more years before that you would get to free agency. Yeah, a, 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 as a make good with, us. and so that's what they're doing. Wander Franco just signed. Did you see? You saw what Juan Soto said, right? No, I, I saw what he was offered. And yeah, I saw that he turned it down, and I'm
3: glad he turned it yeah. down because it was not a fair offer for the type of talent he is. But I, I
1: don't, I don't know what he said about. Oh, well, it. Well, I mean, he 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 said oh. what you saw, which oh, okay, is yeah, yeah, they offered him X. And he knows that the second he hits free agency, as long as he stays healthy, he's worth X and a half. Oh yeah, or two times X. So he's like, "No, I- I'm fine." And- yeah, it was like ten
3: years, three fifty, and somebody else had just signed a lesser talent had just signed for. Oh, it was uh, it was uh, shortstop for the Mets. Um, See what happens when we don't have baseball? <laughs> I Lindor. thought you were going to say
1: Stinger. Okay, yeah. Lindor. No, it was okay. it
3: was Lindor had signed for a deal that was similar to that. You're talking about Lindor versus Juan Soto. I yeah. mean, Juan Soto's talent level and his uh projections and his age And his age.
1: That's the and, most yeah, important thing.
3: Way above Lindor. So he looked at that and he goes, "Okay, great. Thanks, guys." Um a bit, but, but we're talking about the Nationals here. I mean, the team that couldn't afford to keep Bryce Harper, they were, they weren't going to pay him a fair
1: value. What Uh, it, what it, so how old was Soto when he came to the bigs? Oh God, he was like 19. Right. And so the, the nationals, it would make more sense for them to stash him in the minors. Mm -hmm. And maybe he comes up in year 22 or 23, and then they still have, you know, four or five years before he becomes a free agent. So they bring him up at 19 by 25, he's a free agent. You know, then, then, so that's why that—that's what they're basically arguing about. Is uh, to me, if you are thinking about the uh, the popularity of the game and guys going to all you know to different teams. Now, the, the sometimes this works for the NBA, sometimes it works against the NBA. But the idea of a free agent leaving to a bigger team, right? Like that mm-hmm. creates news. Where the NBA gets a lot more coverage than Major League Baseball. But some NBA fans are like, yeah, but it's it's not about the game. We want it to be about the game. We don't care about free agency. There's too much about free agency. So I could see both sides. But if you're Juan Soto and if you're uh you know, if you want to control and you're the one of the best young players in, in Major League Baseball, is it to your advantage that you stay on the Washington Nationals till you're 27? What if they're not good? No, it doesn't make right. any sense whatsoever. You know, you want to test the market. What is the market willing to pay? But for the owners, they don't want it. They don't want to test the market with these young guys because they're gonna have to pay way more money than they're paying now. Like, imagine, uh, you know, Mike Trout hitting the the market at like twenty four. Like, what mm-hmm. would he worth versus what he's worth at twenty eight? Like, it's actually it be right. astronomical. So. It, it's an interesting problem that they have to fix now i think the owners are probably gonna get their way on this stuff because mm-hmm. it's just the way the game is built but um
3: well uh, and look at vladdy vladdy jr too he he was another one he was he was kind of the big one that started kind of tipping this whole thing a mm-hmm. little bit he was ready to come up the year before and then and then he had a, a, a re- Ridiculous spring training, and they go, Oh, he's not ready yet. Yes, he's ready. I mean, he'd been ready for a year and a half at that point. Um, so they, of course, they wait until after that April date, bring him up so he doesn't count that year against his service time. Um, but but think about the Toronto Blue Jays. Now, he doesn't have a deal with them. He's still under that that original six-year uh, you know, ARB control and everything else. If they would have brought him up the year before and he started tearing up the league, think of your attendance and yeah. and think of how little you're paying him. It's all about control. Yeah, and and then you're and then you can make that back, you know, tenfold at the gate, jersey sales, everything else, and and, and you know you're promoting this guy and he's on your billboards and everything else and he's just tearing up the league, but instead he was in Buffalo. Yes, yeah. you know. Buffalo loves baseball. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they love Josh Allen. I don't know if they love <laughs> Martels. So, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: okay. So here's another quote. This one is from the aforementioned Jeff Passan, who you, who you said uh, This is a little longer, but I, I'll, I'll try and I'll try mm-hmm. and quickly read it. He says sports is a unique history. Typically workers make a product in baseball. They are the product. The game of baseball is the framework and in it exists two classes, players and owners. Players spend their entire lives chasing the major leagues, making it to the big leaves is improbable. Staying there long enough to make life changing money is a miracle. Owners who don't inherit teams in- inherit teams, join the baseball world just as they would a country club by buying membership. If you went and got the next 1200 best players in the world, the product would suffer greatly. If you handed MLB teams over to any 30 competent business people, the sport would not suffer. Actually, it might improve. It doesn't take a billionaire to leverage a spot in a legalized monopoly with profound built in revenues. The Yankees are not the Yankees if Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Mickey Mantle, and Yogi Berra don't win. Without the best players, they aren't in the World Series, and without championships, they're little more than an organization in a big market whose laundry features pinstripes. One would think, then, that a league would recognize that its profile exists because of Shohei Otani, Fernando Tatis, Mike Trout, Juan Soto, Mookie Betts, Ronald Acuna Jr., Vladimir Guerrero, Brandon Belt. No, he didn't have Brandon. <laughs> <I laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and would see players' concerns about the state of the game not as trivial or excessive or outrageous, but vital. This is the point that you and I made. Mm-hmm. But you know, we're we're not we're not eloquent. baseball writers. <laughs> you know, like Jeff Passan. Yeah. We're just a couple of dudes who love we're, talking about. We're this We're just stuff. drinking bourbon and talking. Exactly. About baseball. <laughs> so. Uh, but that is that is exactly what it is. It's the product like again, like I'm not I don't want to say like, you know, the Giants ownership is, you know, anybody could do that. No, you have to have the money. You have to have the structure. You have to have a semblance of of discipline to work within the framework. You have to have hire lawyers and people to read con- <laughs> like all that stuff. But yeah. I think he's right, which is, you know, you could find whoever the next person in line is and the sport would probably be fine. But if you replace Juan Soto Jr. with player 1201, then the sport just drops off the map. And so uh, I really liked the way that he said that because, you know, that how, how would the owners argue that? They're like, no, we're, we're so. Oh, important. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> we, we, all, everyone would just, it would just be massive chaos if not right. for us. So,
3: wait, I mean, is, is there any way, and there's no way this will happen, but I mean, it- God, can you imagine like a board of directors for baseball? Like you've got MLB, you've got Manfred, and then you've got a board of directors. I mean, a a 12 panel board that decides these things. you want to bring the DH? Stand in front of the board and argue. And then you've got six that are former owners, six that are former players, and, and they're voted on by their groups. Of who gets in every two to four years. I mean, just you know, just like a a, a board of county commission does for every city and county, yeah. to to decide your rules and laws for the game. I mean, it, it, instead you've got owners versus players. I mean, it just doesn't it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like the players can win when it comes to negotiation. Um, I mean, the, the, I think the owners would be quick to replace the players if if it ever came down to it, they would be quick to replace them and say, "You know what? we still have the stadiums, we still have the uniforms, we still have all that revenue. Look at the hats that Garrett and I are wearing, right? Mm-hmm. We still get money from that, uh, so we can just kind of put anybody out there and people will show up, and eventually they'll show up that's probably their mindset, and I think they think that would happen that would be if if there were ever replacement players. I think that might do it for me.
1: Would right. it? Would it yeah. kill this podcast, or would we try and cover replacement baseball? I think it might kill the podcast. We always have Jeffrey Leonard, to talk about, <laughs> so it'll never kill this podcast.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, we still have history of Giants baseball sure. to talk about. we're not going anywhere.
1: <laughs> should talk about that Huey Lewis album. Back I
3: there. was going to say, I put, well, wrong, wrong. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I put that up for you. Cause yeah. we, were, we were talking about our, our love for Huey Lewis. I have the the four album and I have the sports album and uh, I wore the crap out of that sports tape yeah. uh, when I was a kid in my old uh, Magnavox
1: boom box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I
3: loved that tape so much.
1: <laughs> Huey, love Huey. All right. Yeah. Most, uh, most recent quote here. Um, Evan Drellich just wrote, he just tweeted, this is probably, you know, we're recording this at 6 Mm -hmm. p.m. Pacific time. So he probably tweeted this about, I don't know, 15, 10, 15 minutes ago. Okay. He said, Sources, deal is not close, but not impossible. CBT, collective bargaining tax, thresholds, pre-arb, pool big issues, among others. Major League Baseball has proposed two choices. A, 14 team expanded postseason minimum of uh 700k so that's for the the uh thresholds okay and then 40 million into the pre-arb pool um, they've also proposed a 12 team postseason 675 K minimum and then 20 million into pre-arb pool so the what did the players want like a 110 into the pre-arb pool yeah they started
3: at a hundred. Yeah. And every time the owner said, well, we'll start, what, what did the owner start at 10? Yeah. And then they, yeah. and then they, they were went so far to, apart. Yeah. Then they went up to 15 and then the players came back and they go, okay, 110. So that's what I was talking about. It's, you know, you have this thing and you think you're, you're moving closer and then you're not moving closer. Um, yeah. It's,
1: it's a tug of war. Yeah. It's, it's a big tug. of war.
3: It, I think that it would be an absolute miracle if we had a, if we had a deal by the end of this week i i i would i would bet middle of next week uh, okay we're, so, we're gonna
1: be really close so we have this self-imposed deadline mm-hmm. by the owners yeah today to, which right. is today if the deal did not get done by today we were going to lose regular season games which for the players means a paycheck mm-hmm. um if like you said if this gets resolved by the middle of next week do we see missed games still
3: i you know that's a hard one because i was watching a couple things today and they were saying well you know if the if the players do come to an agreement and and the owners come to an agreement say the end of the uh, the end of this week the players might just write in there and say and this is based on 162 game season yeah and then the owners would have to say well, okay I guess at that point we got everything else we wanted and we made some concessions on some things, but uh, you want to play 162. All right, we'll do it. This is a, this is a phantom deadline set by the owners. I think it's movable.
1: I don't think we lose any games unless we get to mid March. Yeah. So I think even, you know, next week, maybe the week after, I think they'll still be able to figure it out. It'll be like a very shortened spring training and what, you know, what might happen is, We might start seeing some injuries because of that, (laughs) you know, guys not being in shape, like imagine, right? Like I'm sure there are guys who are just like, they're still going through everything that they usually go through. But imagine if you're on a rehab situation or, uh, imagine if you're the type of player who sort of gets in shape through spring training, that might be a little rough on, uh, early season baseball, especially for an older team, like the giants too. Cause they're, you know, a little bit of an older team. I'm sure, uh, You know, Brandon Belt and Brandon Crawford are kind of working through swing stuff like in the spring training and just drilling, 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 and you won't have as much time to do that. So, Well, uh, I I guess the MLBPA also has set
3: up a camp basically with uh, people who are not uh, major league affiliated uh, trainers and whatnot um, associations. And so they've set up a, an entire camp where major league baseball players can go to and get together and do it. And, and none of it has anything to do with MLB. So, you know, they're already starting to kind of get ramped up. And, and, and as baseball fans, you know how much we love free agency frenzy. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean it's going be when crazy. This, <laughs> <laughs> when this thing is figured out. The couple of days after that are going to be absolutely insane, and and I mean, you think we're on? I mean, we're gonna be like this, like just constant, you know, for like two or three days. Like, oh, did you see this? Did you see this? Did you see this? Yeah, there's gonna, um, are gonna, 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 gonna make be guys money. Those yeah, exactly. <laughs> MLB the show. The guys who uh, run that game, they're I'm sure they're getting ready to move. They the gotta delay project, it, right? Uh, they got to delay that game. I've been playing Super Mega Baseball 3. I don't it? know if you've. It's a fantastic game. It's really fun. It it PS4 looks or good. PS5? Uh, it's a PS4 game, but you can also play it on the PS5 if you have EA Play, I think, which is like 20 or 25 bucks a year, uh, which I have because then that way I don't have to pay for Madden every year. It's 25 bucks a year. And then when the new Madden comes out, the old one shows up on that. Uh, it just. Uh, showed up on that like two or three days ago and uh, I downloaded it. I, I was hooked on Super Mega Baseball 2 and 3 is great. The mechanics are fun. The physics of the ball off the bat are an absolute blast. And you are can, they, there's like food. a little bit of like cartoonish like size players, right? Yeah. And you can customize your teams. Uh, so I've customized and Maybe we'll put it up next week. I'll send you a picture of what I got. Okay. I made a Will Clark. I made a <laughs> George Brett. So I got Will Clark at first. I got George Brett at third. I got Pedro Serrano <laughs> major league in left field. I'm playing center field. So I've made this really fun team and you could take it into a franchise and just have a good time with, do it. they so. have players and uh license? Any, any license? No, no MLB licensing, no players, but the, but uh, the stadiums are not MLB stadiums either, but they are really cool. Some of the, funnest most cool looking stadiums with the quirkiest dimensions high walls all kinds of the one that i play is shaka stadium and it's like a, it's almost like a polynesian hawaiian type of stadium <laughs> and there's big uh, there's a, a volcano going off behind it in center field you play your night games you could see the volcano spewing it's a f- it's a really fun game and i and i'm a baseball like traditionalist when it comes to video games like i give me some real it's got a really cool, real feel to it. There's a lot of tension in that game. If you get the bases loaded, bottom of the ninth, and you're fighting, it, trying to stay alive, and you're at bat, I mean, and and there's ego, so you can set how you know your level all the way from zero to a hundred in five different categories of the game and hitting pitching fielding um it's i mean it's just it's so much fun it's a very customizable fun game again if you have ea play it's free otherwise i think it's like 45 bucks or
1: yeah that's still sounds like a fun game oh yeah Uh, all right we've never played the introduction video this late oh no Uh, Because we were like, ah, we'll talk a little bit of lockout. And then now 45 minutes later, we just kept um, going. (laughs) I mean, I think it was it's the most interested I've been in talking about the lockout coming from those perspectives. So I thought it's a good conversation. But let's play the intro and uh, and then uh, we'll talk about what we're drinking and then we'll end the show talking about what would happen if the season is delayed. How could you still get your fix? We'll talk about that when we come back here. Pedrosian throws to Sandberg and the pitch is grounded to second base. Thompson has it, throws to first. It's over. 27 years of waiting have
3: pumped on in. The Giants have won the pennant.
1: All right, so uh, quickly. I saw you had a a a nice glass of something there.
3: This guy. Oh, there we go. the The Evan Williams single barrel. It's almost. I didn't bring hold up the glass because I have like a sip left. (laughs) But uh, I'm almost done. Yeah, uh, this was uh, put in oak in 2013, so it's it's very good, very smooth. I was going to, I had a crazy day at work today and just, and we are having our cabinets redone starting Wednesday. So I didn't know when I was going to work out today. So I was either going to have bourbon or decaf coffee because I thought <laughs> I might have to work out after this podcast tonight. Nice, nice. But luckily I got home early enough and I was able to work out and then you probably saw it on your Apple watch. I oh, yeah. punched out my, my one or 2 PM workout or whatever it was. So, yeah. so now I'm drinking bourbon. So it's all good.
1: Yes, I get a update on my watch every time Brad finishes a workout, <laughs> and then his cool down too. That's right, cool. yeah. Like, right away, it's like this dude worked out again. Oh no, it's uh, low no, low.
3: it's just it's just my cool down with Dustin on Apple Fitness Plus. Yeah. That guy's pretty. He's pretty chill.
1: <laughs> uh, okay, so what am I drinking? So, uh, you know, what I what I, I wonder. Do you think if somebody put down like just a glass, and you don't know mm-hmm. what it is, but in, in the glass is Jack Daniels, and in the ne- glass right next to it is a is, is a bourbon of some sort. You could probably tell the difference, right? Just that Jack Daniels smell. Yes,
3: absolutely. I mm, I drank a lot of Jack Daniels in college, so <laughs> that's why I could tell. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: So I have a Jack Daniels just as a mixer. Like if I I don't want to mix bourbon that you know that you pay a little bit of money yeah. for i'd rather drink oh, yeah. that straight like this like this stuff i'm not mixing that right.
3: straight yeah
1: but when i do want to mix something you know you got the jack daniels where you buy like the gallon of jack daniels for like oh, 40 yeah. bucks and look i not that there's no shade at jack daniels at all like you know w- w- you know if you don't know what to drink and you're at a bar you're like oh jack and coke i've heard of jack and coke let's yeah do it. and it's a good drink yeah it's tasty um so uh, I have some uh, some iced tea. I'm on an iced. I think I mentioned this before. I'm on an iced tea mm-hmm. kick. Uh, it's kind of like my caffeinated drink, and during the day, you have your coffee in the morning, and then you uh, have iced tea throughout the day. And so I did the iced tea uh, with lemon juice, and I put some ice cubes in the shaker, and I threw a shot and a half of Jack Daniels, shook it up, and and poured it out, and it's it's like. It's pretty watered down at this point because you know we've been sitting here for 50 minutes <laughs> but um as a like a refreshing summery drink like we're only in February but it was actually yeah. like 68 degrees today here. Oh it's yeah, like, oh. we I, we hit 69 or 70. Crazy. So, that I think this is going to be like a summery thing like my like my yeah. summer drinks are like the 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 teramana with the you know with the yeah. seltzer water and and the lime or the lemon like that's really refreshing this is pretty refreshing so i think those are going to be my like summer go-tos nice and low calories too yes hey before we move on to the next segment
3: i have a bookshelf over here and every once in a while i have some giants books down there with some stats and stuff old stuff every once in a while i'll pick it up and then i have bookmarks that I don't remember. <laughs> so this is a bookmark that I just found. Uh oh, not Bud too long Black. ago, Buddy Black with the Indians, and this was uh, pre Giants days. Yes, yeah, so wait. Okay, let me let me
1: think about that. What what yeah, yeah. set is that? That's um, oh, you could here. I'll show you. Again. Is it? It's that is colorful that 89 purple eighty nine tops.
3: That is ninety. Okay, 90 90, tops. 91, something like okay, yeah. good yeah. yeah. And and so here was the problem. So I looked at it and I was like, oh, cool baseball card. And then I started looking at it. and I go, "Oh my god, I'm old because I can't read the back of baseball <laughs> cards anymore." So I had to get my my cheaters. I don't even think uh-huh. I have them in here, but I have a I have a pair of cheaters like in every room, and I and I had to put those on to read it. And I go, "This is <laughs> that's wrong." That's why we have baseball reference.
1: Yes, <laughs> the back of baseball cards was how we knew baseball history when we were younger. Yes. Can you imagine? <laughs> like, that's how we knew. Yeah. No,
3: that was it. I mean, you, and when you look at it too, it's. You know, it's games, innings pitched, win-loss, runs, earn runs, strikeouts, walks, games started, games <laughs> completed, shutouts, which, I mean, who has shutouts anymore? Complete game shutouts. Saves and ERA. So at this point in his career, through 1989, Bud Black had 11 saves. Wow. Yeah, he saved nine games in uh, 86 with the Royals. Huh.
1: Buddy yeah. Black. Who knew? <laughs> people are going, people right now are going, Bud Black pitched. I thought he was just yeah. a manager. What's well, going and on? He pitched for the Giants. So mm-hmm. that's why. 93, right? 93. Yes. Yeah, 93. Yep. Yeah. All right. So our, you know, we'll put the question, you know, what, what what do you do if there is no baseball at the start of the season? Well, one of the great things is minor league baseball is not locked out. Yes. There are no players who are on the 40-man who could play in my, in the minor league. So someone like Elio Ramos, he could not play in the minors if, if they right. if were still during the lockout. But everybody who is not on the 40-man roster, they are going to get started when they were supposed to get started. So I looked up San Jose, Eugene, Richmond, and SAC because I thought, how, like, where do we get the fix? Like, you know, may, maybe you right. play the the game that you were just talking about. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe I bust out the show. Um, but one of the ways is, I think it was Jarrett who told us that uh, you know the the minor league baseball television streaming service, mm-hmm. and you could stream games for you know the the for prospects or for if you wanted to watch sounds a like giants or whatever, do you know if every team is on that streaming service? I believe so. I
3: don't know. Let's see. MLB, M I L B. So, so, you know, there's MLB. TV, yes. which by the way, <clears throat> uh, I think it renewed. It was going to renew starting tomorrow. So, <laughs> so everybody, yeah. So everybody who, <laughs> who had it last year, it was going to auto renew tomorrow. So there was a push on Twitter. Everybody got on there and said, hey, don't forget, go on and cancel your <laughs> subscription so it doesn't auto renew. MLB.TV came out today and said, we are not charging anybody Anything until there's a CBA. Oh, good. Uh, we're not going to do any of that stuff. So we're going to wait. So milb.tv. Uh, you can go to milb.com and then you could look up the streaming services. But it shows you all the AAA teams, double A teams, high A and low A that are affiliated with this. Um, of course, you do have blackout restrictions.
1: Um, oh, so I wouldn't be able to watch San Jose then.
3: I, you know, I don't know exactly, but the Reno Aces are listed on here. Uh A, you've got San Jose. It says blackout restrictions may apply for Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs home games. Wow. So that's the only one. So I guess everybody else is clear. So if you live in Lehigh Valley, you're not <laughs> watching the Iron Pigs at
1: home. Yeah, so it looks like every Giants team on the four levels is uh, accounted for. So if you yeah. wanted to watch your giants, um, I don't think they have broadcasters, right? They do.
3: Uh, some of the games they have broadcasters. um you know, with the San Jose Giants, I don't know if they take, uh, the audio feed from the radio, for, from some, from some of the radio broadcasts and then just plug that in over the video. But I, I would really like to try that for the first month this year.
1: What is it? What is the price? Do you, you know, you know, I'm not exactly and they, sure. They don't have it ready yet to, to yeah,
3: I don't buy. see a price. Um, I think it's fairly affordable, especially if you just want to do like one month. I don't think it's too bad. Um,
1: that I, I will say yeah. here, yeah. if the major league season does not start on time, I'm going to get a subscription for at least the time in which we're not watching because I want to see Will Bednar start. Yeah, and 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 uh, you know, I think my guess is he goes to San Jose right out of the gate, and who knows, mm-hmm. maybe I even go to to watch the game. Uh, but you know, if you can just flip on the streaming thing, and, and you could see uh you know all the the different guys who we've been talking about on this show all their top prospects you know Kyle Harrison I'd love to see I I would imagine that he starts at Eugene because I think he pretty much had, had the whole season in San Jose last year yeah but that, I also looked that up I was trying to figure out who was going where but it, it I, there's no information about that right now um but yeah man like Luciano like I would imagine he's probably starting in Eugene and then probably heading to Richmond, you know, probably mid-season if he plays well. Uh, all, I, 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 that is a very intriguing option for me, one that I wouldn't have ever thought that we could even see, right? You're like, how do well, they even get TV cameras at the old municipal stadium, which I guess is now called Excite Ballpark. Well, and,
3: and they do because, again, like I told you on, on, I think it was Friday of last week. So Mountain West, the MW.com, uh, they're showing tons of baseball games in the Mountain West. So I was watching San Jose State baseball uh, last weekend. Uh, it's free. And, and, you know, there's a, a there's an Apple TV and a Kindle uh, a fire stick TV app for those. Uh, and they've got, you know, Well, the camera work was rough, but it, it was still, I was watching baseball. I was very happy watching San Jose state baseball. Um, so I think, I think you can, you know, there are some, some camera wells for, uh, for the San Jose giants, because you do see quite a few highlights. A lot of the highlights that we see um, on Twitter from uh, minor league stadiums are pretty good. They're pretty good. Um you know, I, I would imagine some of the other ones are going to be kind of rough, but yeah, that that is pretty that is pretty intriguing. And I, my my biggest thing would be, can I go back and rewatch a game mm-hmm. like I can on MLB TV? Uh, like, you know, if if San Jose is playing at seven o'clock tonight, but tomorrow while I'm working, I want to throw it on and have it in the background while I'm doing my video editing. Then then I can absolutely do that. Right. So
1: that would be great. Yeah, it would also be great. If, like, I can go, here's my favorite player, Mm -hmm. show me all of his ABs from last night, you know, or just do that, just go by player by player, or I wanna see all the outs from Bednar. I don't need to see every pitch, I just wanna see, you know, the last pitch of of every at bat. Stuff like that would be really super fun. But, it, it's pretty intensive when it comes to the editing side of things. Like, yeah, pay sure. someone to put that stuff together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, when when do the clubs start to play? San Jose, Eugene, and Richmond all open their seasons on Friday, April 8th. They all start the season on the road. They all <laughs> come home on the 12th, which is a Tuesday night for their home opener. I don't know why all the schedules are the same. Sacramento's schedule is not the same. Sacramento actually opens three days earlier, and they open at home on Tuesday night. So that is, uh, if you are interested in, you know, if you if you, I mean, I would imagine if the season starts late, like minor league baseball business is probably a little bit higher, right? You mm-hmm. would think?
3: Yeah, I would think so. And and Sacramento actually comes here to Reno within the first week or two of the season. So I'm, I'm looking into that. Uh, I'm going to try to get a couple, you know, a couple of games in there. Um, San Jose date is going to be here playing UNR. So I'm trying to do that too, but that's like a couple of days before I go on vacation. So I don't know if I'm going to work that, but definitely when Sacramento comes here, I'd like to go to probably two games, um, get some good video, get whatever I can uh, for the show and and pop that up for us. So uh, the oldest one, she's already said I'm in any baseball game anywhere. (laughs) Let's go. She's all for it. So,
1: yeah, (laughs) I I hope to get to a couple of sales day games. my, my son wanted to go to a few last year, and Rom, who we had on this show, he he's interested. In, he he comes from uh, East Bay though, so it's a little bit oh, of a drive okay. for him. But yeah, I think you know, I think we're gonna go to a couple. I I want to see Bednar start again. I would love to see Harrison pitch though. I imagine he's going up to Eugene. Mm-hmm. Um, Sounds like Giants had uh, had a really good team last year, so hopefully they continue it. All right, I have one last thing for you before we yeah. end this show. And it was so funny because I was looking at the San Jose Giants uh, webpage and they like they pull anything having to do with the major league team off of the webpage. <laughs> oh, of like, course, there's no, there's <laughs> nothing <laughs> about the team, but lots uh, of stuff about the minors So I was like, God, like, what do these people write about? Like you have a, yeah. you're writing for a major league website. What are you writing about when there's no baseball? And I pulled this one off because I wanted you to guess what the answer was. So there's a writer who wrote for every single team. Now, I don't know how they figured this out. I don't know what the categories were. But the idea behind the article was most athletic prospect in the organization. The Giants have a very athletic prospect, according to this writer who played football as a walk-on before playing baseball, fairly recent draft pick within the last three years, raw power, solid to plus speed, center field quickness and instincts. Uh, Who is this most athletic in the Giants organization?
3: Man. I, I can picture a couple... I'd have to look at our
1: prospect list before I... Okay, I'll, I'll give okay. you a hint. All right. This person um, struggled to actually play uh, a lot recently. So Injuries it, and yeah. COVID have limited this player to... Mis- Mr. Just, Hunter
3: Bishop, right? It is Hunter okay. Bishop.
1: He walked on at Washington as a wide receiver. Excellent. And Excellent. Then, he could have been uh, the next Cooper Cup. Yeah, and then he <laughs> went to uh, he went to Arizona State to go play baseball. So. Okay, Hunter Bishop. I I
3: mean, we're all dying to see a full season. Oh yeah, from him. He I he may be at either. San Jose. I may be able to watch yeah. him at San Jose. No, that, and and that's another reason for me here in Reno to get milb.tv. Uh, we do actually we get Reno Aces games on local TV here, which is kind of cool. Um, we have a, a, a channel called t- channel 21 and it's, it's my 21 and it's a kind of a, it's owned by the Fox affiliate. So it's uh channel 11 and 21 are kind of affiliated, but that's where you get all the sports stuff. Um, we get a lot, a lot of local UNR basketball. Cause when you live in a town like this and you don't have any kind of major league teams and they're four hours away, um, you get a lot of college sports on TV. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nothing wrong with that. No, no, it's awesome. All right, so uh, we will uh, we'll end the show here. Uh, Brad is we're, Brad has some vacation coming up with the fam. Yeah, so, I'm here next week, but yes, yeah, so we'll figure it's out the schedule. That, yeah. So, uh, next few weeks uh, we may we may play with the schedule a little bit, but uh, maybe maybe get our buddy Ash on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, may may get some hot take bry to come yeah. on at some point. Um, uh, but yeah, so we'll do that. You know, we'll we'll just uh, we'll figure out the schedule. But uh, you know, Brad has some family time, which is perfect because. You know, you take the time away from the fam with the fam, and then you come back. And if we have a season, we're like, yeah, previewing the
3: season. Just so. dive right in once we get back, man. I'm, I'm ready. I don't know. I don't know about you. But I mean, I, I know about you. <laughs> you're, you're as ready as I am oh, to yeah. start. You know, uh, we're not Derek Jeter. We're not walking away from no. this. Right? No way. No oh, way. Poor Derek Jeter. Sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So that that's it from here. Uh, we will be back next week. And, uh, you know, we've had some pretty good guests in, uh, in recent weeks. So we'll, we'll, you know, we'll play around with that. There's some people I definitely want to talk to before the season starts. And if we can make that work, we'll make that work. Uh, but we have favorites like Ash day who can give us the perspective of the lockout, uh, from his side of things in, out in the UK. And he was actually quoted in, in an article recently. Yeah. So we can talk to him about that. I think who, who wrote it? Was it, uh, was it uh, it was the it was it the Chronicle or mm-hmm. something like, yeah, that? yeah, it was in the
3: Chronicle, yeah, so yeah,
1: yeah, all right. So for Brad, I'm Double G. We will see you when we see you. Peace, out, Peace.
0: This is Kirk Henderson from Pod Maverick, a Dallas Mavericks podcast. In case you didn't know, the show you are listening to right now, as well as my show, is part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Blue Wire was founded in twenty eighteen on the concept that independent podcasts would be more successful if they worked together. Today, Blue Wire has grown to feature 300 shows led by former athletes, media professionals, and passionate fans. Over the past few years, Blue Wire has privately raised over $10 million to expand their team, podcast network, and business operations. Now, they're raising another round on WeFunder. WeFunder is a crowdfunding service that connects startups with investors. It's a cool platform that gives everyone the opportunity to be part of a growing startup. You can invest for as little as $100. In other words, you don't have to be a millionaire to invest in cool companies on WeFunder. Blue Wire is raising money to expand their sales team and improve operations, which will in turn help this show continue to grow. If you'd like to be part of the Blue Wire investment round or want to find out more information, go to wefunder.com/bluewire.